Hi friends. Listen, all my life I was called a dreamer because I knew there had to be something more for me than just sitting at a cubicle, wasting my hours away, not doing the stuff that I actually love, not making an impact on the people I wanna impact. People call me a dreamer, entitled, and they call me crazy. I was exhausted, I was drained, and I was unfulfilled. Until I stepped out and started building a business using the gifts that God gave me. Listen, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. I had to figure it out on my own, step by step. And with a lot of trial and error, I finally figured out how to build a business that, that honored my life, my joy, and my talents. And maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you know there's something more for you, but you don't know how to get there or where to start. You can sign up today and journey with me and 19 other like-minded black creative women to build a business that brings income, but also creates impact and allows you to live a life of your dreams. If you're a creative black woman and you're looking for an intimate experience to use your gifts, talents, and creativity to create a business from scratch, sign up for Build Your Creative Business Mastermind and Group Program. Each week, we get together, virtually, of course, because COVID, to work through the steps it takes to build a soulful and heart-centered business. No fluff, no hustling or grinding, no boss babe stuff, no working in a way that does not honor or serve you or your people. Our work doesn't have to be hard. We can make it as fun as we want and impactful as we desire. Now, for the program version, there are only 20 slots available. And that's because society tells us that we should do the most, hustle hard and get as much as you can, but my philosophy is very different. Because I wanna keep this program as infinite as possible, I'm capping enrollment at 20 people. That's right, just 20 people. It's so important to me that I'm able to serve my people with everything in me, and I can only do that in an intimate experience. So I hope you understand that once we're full, you may have to wait until next time to enroll or join. But you can still purchase the course option by itself and it's for people who want to do a self-paced version and a version that doesn't meet up with other people. So if with the program, you get the content, the community, and the coaching included in that. But for the course, you only get the content and, and then you also get to email me if you need any help with the course itself. So again, enrollment is closing on Friday, May 28th. Be sure to sign up. You can sign up at aliciarenice.teachable.com. Again, that's aliciarenice.teachable.com. And I am so excited to help you create the life and the business to support the life of your dreams, all right? So until then, you all, enjoy this episode and I hope to see you there. We start June 1st. And again, it closes on May 28th. Once we get to the 20 spot slots, that's it. And I will see you all on the next time we enroll. But I hope to see you there. And yeah, let's create the life of your dreams, all right? So again, aliciarenice.teachable.com. Or you can sign up at the link in the description. Either way, I hope to see you there and I hope that you're able to take something from this episode. All right, let's get into today's episode. Yay! Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice and I am a creative. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, I'm still at the hotel. I'm doing a few episodes here while I'm sitting in the sun, listening to the cicadas sing, watching the birds fly, just taking a moment to rest. Shout out to my husband. If you listened to the previous episode, I guess two episodes ago, I'll let y'all know. My husband got me a hotel room because I've been stressed. I've been tired. I have just been so exhausted. Depression was like creeping at my ankles and my husband was like, oh, no, nah. like you need a break. You need a break. So, um, yeah, I'm in the hotel room. And of course, you know, this isn't work for me. This is just like inspired work for me. So I'm happy to do a podcast episode with, with you all here. Um, so if you hear the cicadas in the background, for those of you who are on the East Coast, you already know what it is. For those who live elsewhere, every 17 years, cicadas come out the ground, they mate and they die. And in the process, there's so many, there's so many everywhere, right? There is like, they're just everywhere. They're dropping from trees and signs and stuff. And it's just very loud. So if you hear it, please excuse the noise. But either way, let's get into this episode. As always, Black Girl Creative is brought to you by you. I see you. I celebrate you. I honor you. I honor you. Okay. Um, and it's also brought to you by our Black Girl Creative free community, where Black women come together and they support each other. Every month we have a meetup. We have we talk about something, um, something pertaining to the five pillars of Black Girl Creative, which are community, creativity, wellness, generosity, 
And there's another one and I can't think of it right now, but either way, oh, storytelling, of course, duh, storytelling. So yes, um, you're, you're, you are invaluable. And I just want you to know that you, you matter. You matter, you, your art, your creativity, your life, the breath, like how you treat other people, it all matters. So today I wanna to talk about wealth because this is something that we talked about in, oh, before we get into that, I should say um, our, you know, I, I started a program called Start Your Business and it's about building a creative business from scratch. If you're interested, sign up closes today, today at 11.59. Um, if, you, if you need more time, just email me at alicia.renise at gmail.com and I will make an exception for you. But once we hit 20 people, it's gonna be closed. Just because I wanna keep it intimate, I want, I'm not interested in getting rich off of this. I'm interested in keeping it intimate and actually making an impact with, with you all. So I can't do that with 30 people, like, you know what I mean? So I understand that businesses are like, oh, well take as many people as you can. I can't do that and serve the people well. So 20 people max. If you're interested, please sign up. But we also have a course program. So even if you even if you sign up, even if the 20 um, the program is closed, you're still able to sign up for the course. Now with the course, you don't get to interact with me or the other people together, but um, you still get access to the information, the replays, all that good stuff. So you still get the same information, but the program is more for people who want to have an interactive um, an interactive experience where we come together, we work through our problems, we find solutions, we start a business from scratch. You'll actually have the opportunity to hear from other black women creative business owners as they give their business models and their information and their um, experience. You get to ask them questions, um, specific questions about your business. Um, you get to come to in a, in a community together with other women who are in the program. And you actually have, we meet twice a week during the course, the, during a 16 week course. So twice a week. So we come together, we work through Q and A's, work through problems and then we also come together to have an implementation session to, to practice what we've actually been learning that week. So again, if you don't know where to start, this is for you. If you don't know where to begin, this is for you. If you have an idea, but you don't know where to go, this is for you. Or even if you have a business already going, like this could be refreshing for you and you can learn new things and meet new people to network with. So I implore you to sign up if you're interested and um, let's get into today's episode. So yes, we're gonna talk about wealth, right? Because everybody's like, oh, I wanna be wealthy. I wanna be wealthy. And a lot of people like, because we live in westernized society, we think that wealth is limited to money. And wealth and money is actually the cheapest form of wealth, right? Money is great, right? The Bible says money answers all things. And I, I don't agree with that. I, I mean, I don't disagree with that. Well, let me be clear. I don't disagree that money is the answer to all things, yes. But beyond money, if all, if all you have is money, then like, what else is there? Like, what's the point? There are people who are rich who are killing themselves every single day because they don't have wealth. They don't have wealth. So wealth. When people talk about wealth, there's this new version, again, that people talk about money, but we know that wealth is really about holistic well-being. That's why well-being is so important to me on this on this podcast. It's everything to me. Um, holistic well-being is more important to me than money. Like I said, I will not die working for money. I'm sorry. I will not die working for money. I would rather live in an RV, be content, you know what I'm saying? Like, And yes, you need money to do some things, absolutely, right? But I'm not chasing the bag. Like, I'm chasing a wealthy life. And so we really have to figure out what wealth actually means. So again, holistic well-being. So yes, let's start with money, money, right? So money, when, you're, when you have no debt, when you, um, people will say that when you have no debt and you have more money than you do expenses. So if at, the, if, at, if at the end of every month, you have more bills than you do money, you're, you're probably not doing well in the money department, right? And this is very stressful. Like, trust me, listen, I feel you. I still got, I still got student loan debt and it's just like hanging over my head. It's just so like ominous. It's just so annoying. Sally is going to get that money when she gets it. Okay. Cause I ain't got it right now, but either way, um, you know, we all know what that burden feels like of being in debt. It's, it's very overwhelming or, you know, or trying to make ends meet, trying to make a dollar at 15 cent. We all know what that's like. We all know what that feels like. 
And so when you're in that state, it causes other things to happen. You're stressed out, right? You're worried. This affects your mental health, your physical health. It affects every other kind of health that you have. Even having the wrong mindset around money, right? If you're always about getting, getting, getting and never giving, or if you're overgiving and never getting anything back in return, or if you have like mindset issues around money, right? If you gamble what you have, if you spend everything that you get, there are things that you need to work out. And so all this kind of works together. So while money might, the money might be the thing used to show what's wrong with us and our wealth, right? But you can also be a very wealthy person and have no money, right? There are people who are literally living in their cars, being the happiest versions of themselves, and they don't have much, but they're wealthy. And so, yeah, some people might disagree, but I don't. So here we go. Money. That's the easy one, right? Money. Like, yes. Wanting to have margin, wanting to have savings, wanting to feel content in life, right? Not like, oh, I have to be rich, but just being content. Let's talk about physical wealth, right? Well-being. Wealth is well-being. Literally, that's what it means. Well-being. Um, Patrice Washington is another woman I listen to. Um, she's a podcaster, and I think her podcast is called Redefining Wealth. And I love it because she talks about the mid-century definition of wealth and well-being, right? So wealth means well-being. So if you have a lot of money, but your physical health is ailing, you're not wealthy, right? You're not wealthy. So we have to make sure that we're taking care of our bodies. We have to make sure we're eating right, getting enough rest, right? We have to make sure that we are even treating ourselves, you know, like going to sleep one time, you know, taking a shower, brushing our teeth, eating the foods that make us feel good, not the ones that feel good in the moment, but the ones that feel good long-term, you know what I mean? Um, Or treating ourselves to ice cream, (laughs) like, you know what I'm saying? Balance, okay, balance. But we really have to make sure that we're taking care of our vessels because like money might be nice, but I would rather spend money on healthy foods and like healthy experiences than spending money on medical bills later on. And let's talk about that, right? Because people, we, we can't talk about wealth without talking about people who are underprivileged and underserved, right? So there is a privilege to me being able to shop at Whole Foods. There is, there is a privilege. And, you know, and I'm grateful for that pr- privilege and that honor. And while we're not like balling, by no means, there are still people who have, less resources than I do. And so I understand the privilege I have to be able to have fresh foods and vegetables and, you know, eat rice, you know what I'm saying? Like things like that, where people really don't have a choice but to eat McDonald's, you know what I mean? So people love to shame people and be like, y'all need to eat healthy, da 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 But it's like, if they don't have the resources to eat healthy, and if you're not helping that at all, then don't speak on it. You feel me? Like, we really have to talk about privilege here too. We do. We can't talk about wealth and not talk about privilege. So even in me, with all my oppression, with all my being a black woman, there are some things that I have access to that other people don't have. So um, people will try to make do with what they have, the best thing that they have. So I'm not shaming anybody by any means. You know what I mean? At all. I need that to be clear. All right. Soul. Soul. Do things that make your soul feel good. And I don't mean like unhealthy things or habits. I mean things that like ignite you. So if you like journaling, buy a journal and journal every day. If you like talking to your mom or if, if you need community, right? Then talk to your people. If you need to go outside in nature to like recenter, go on a walk. Do the things that make your soul feel help, happy. And yes, like walking also helps the physical. But beyond that, being in nature, there's something about nature that is just kind of like necessary. It's like medicine. It's medicinal. Like being out in nature under the trees and the grass, all that good stuff. Like that is that is medicine. That is medicine to our soul. And we need those experiences. And I really feel like it's amazing when people from like inner cities go out to the nature and they're like, oh my God, like it's like this hushed quiet, this hushed quiet that is just like, so it can be either like triggering and jarring or it can be like really um, impressive and just like awe inspiring. Just like at the beauty of God. Like when we went out to Colorado and we sat at night and we saw the Milky Way, 
let me tell you how my mouth was just like open like oh my god you create beautiful things like i was just like in awe just like looking at the milky way and that's something i can't get from being in the inner city where it's all busy and there's like neon lights everywhere and all this other stuff but when i was out there in that quiet in the dark i was just like floored floored anyway <laughs> do things that make your soul healthy okay spirit um i'm a christian and i know that not everybody who listens to this podcast is but um, really taking care of my spiritual health is really important to me because if that's off, everything is off. Everything is off. The motive behind everything is off. Like how I look at myself is off. The way I eat is off, you know, because if I'm supposed to be doing everything literally in God, even like eating and drinking or, you know, loving other people, if if I am out of the vine, then I'm out of him. It says like remain in the vine, like abide in me and God is the vine, right? So I really have to make sure that I am, this is just for me personally, I have to make sure that I am taking care of my spirit. So that means getting away, praying, reading, you know, fasting when I need to fast. You know what I'm saying? Um, And even, 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 even how I deal with other people, right? That has a lot of bearing on my relationship with Christ. And so if my relationship in Christ is off, how I treat people will be off, off too. Um, I always create these words at the end of off. What is off? Anyway, (laughs) if my relationship with him is off, so will everything else. Um, And again, even trying to, you know, be successful using air quotes successful, I will try to like be successful because I forget who I am in him. God already told me who I am. He told me I'm enough. He told me I'm worthy. He told me I don't need to hustle and grind to, to make myself valuable, right? He gives me my inherent value. And if I am seeking for him outside of other places, I will never find him and therefore I will never be satisfied. So literally my relationship with God affects everything. And that's just, that's just how I am. Um, so yeah, spirit, having a healthy spirit is, is important to me for my wealth. Um, relationships with other people yes like romantically sure like yes my husband yes (laughs) romantically yes but also in my friends in my family like my community is everything to me and if that is off then I am off community is everything to me like there there is no such thing as self-made people none I don't care how wealthy they seem how rich they are that person got rich off the backs of other folks or had like an had an inheritance or someone donated money to them to start their cause, whatever. No one is self-made. Literally, you can't sell anything and be self-made. That's not how that works. You're made by your customers, right? So in the same way, people forget that. People forget like, I don't need nobody. And then and what happens? They fall ill or they lose all their money because pride comes before the fall or whatever it is. And they ain't got nobody because they were so set on their wealth being solely defined in their money. Relationships are everything and it's important to keep a good relationship because relationships, community, can take you places that your money cannot. Okay? Your money can run out anytime, right? But your folks, when you land on your face, if you ever lose your house, they're the ones offering you a couch. They're the ones offering you a hotel room. They're the ones offering to pay for you to get your tire fixed, right? Community is everything. And if your community is off, then like everything else will be off. And you need to give back to community. Like I really feel like we're in this people feel like we're in this life to get all the time. Get, 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 take, take, take. You feel numb and worthless if you're not giving to somebody else. You like literally, it's almost like gluttonous, right? It's like gluttony, like, or if you want to eat, if you eat, keep, if you constantly keep eating, sorry, y'all, y'all not stutter, please forgive me. (laughs) If you keep eating and you never expel anything through energy, through pooping or peeing or whatever it is, you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. And so, you know, in the same way, when we're taking in things all the time and never giving back, never giving quality time, never giving resources, never giving money, never get, giving accolades, never giving a platform to the other people who help us, who put us on or helping other people get put on, you know, without looking for anything in return, you become ill. You become ill. And this is how you get people who are rich, but don't have wealth, who are rich, but are corrupt, right? Rich, 
but don't have any morals or ethics and how they make their money. You know what I'm saying? Rich, but never want to give their people, you know, more than two weeks off during the year. You know what I'm saying? This is how you get those people, people who can sit, who constantly consume and then their heart turns sick. Right. So you have to be sure that you're giving too to keep yourself from giving, getting sick. But also it is your duty. It is your duty. You become wealthy so other people can come wealthy up behind you. That's the whole point. What is the whole point of having all this wealth and you don't give nothing back to nobody else? That is just my personal opinion. Um, yeah, this selfish Western mentality is killing all of us. All of us, all of us. You have people struggling, living on the street because of people just like that. Um, rant over, but moving on, <laughs> you know? And so this is the thing, like, we're talking about building a business because I'm promoting my, my course and my program. But the thing is, if you have to build a business where any of this is compromised, it's not gonna be wealth. It's gonna be bondage. You're gonna be bound. Like, I don't care how much money you make at your job or how much money you make selling product or making you know courses or whatever it is. If you don't have these things, if you're not healthy in these areas, you don't have wealth. You have bondage. You have bondage. For people who just have money and lack moral and morals and community, and uh, just ethics and generosity, then you have people who have money, but literally have nothing else, literally have no nothing else. And they are bound, they are afraid to give because they, they're afraid of other people getting more than them. They're afraid, even though they have all their needs met, right? There's a study that says a person to be good, you only need, and this, this depends of course, how many kids you have, like what your responsibilities are, right? But generally speaking, a person only needs to make $70,000 a year to be truly happy in life to have all your needs met, like just, and this is just like a standard, right? Just like a general, a broad stroke. So anyone who makes like millions of dollars and over that and they're unwilling to be generous, there's a problem, there's an issue. You're suffering with scarcity mindset. Maybe these people came from poverty and they feel like, oh, I can't give anything away because if I give stuff away, I'll never have money again. Like, listen, therapy's for everybody, y'all. And I'm not even saying that funny. I'm, I'm being so serious because I have the same issues. Listen, in all my struggle and poor and poverty, um, because I grew up with so little, now I am afraid to not have. Like I literally, I, and I told you, I think I told you, I shared this before, but my husband has to tell me, you're not starving, you're not starving. Like I, I, I put so much food on my plate or when we're ordering food, I'm afraid to like order too little because I don't want to be hungry. And my husband is like, you're not going to be hungry. You're good, you're fine. We can always get more food if you get more hungry. But because I suffer with that and I still have issues I'm working through y'all, y'all bear with me. <laughs> Scarcity mindset is something I'm still working through. And so it's gonna rear its ugly head in every situation, whether you're poor, whether you're good, or whether you're rich. And so if you don't deal with these things, you're going to be sick. You're gonna be, you're gonna, you're going to be, um, I don't know what the opposite of wealth is, but you're gonna be unwealthy. <laughs> An unwealthy person, is that a thing? Is that a word? Either way. Um, white colonization has convinced us that we have to live to literally work. Like. They've literally convinced us that we, our sole purpose here on earth is to work. Again, I talked about this before, how Stephanie Perry is somebody I follow and I, and I love her work. I love her ethic, I love her mindset. She house sits around the world and she's all about doing as little as possible. Like literally, if you ask her, she said this, if you ask her, what do you do? She says, the least, I do as little as possible. And so that's triggering for some people because, oh, you're just lazy. But no, she's created a life that's sustainable that she doesn't have to necessarily like work herself to the bone just to have things. She has experiences and she has everything she needs, right? And so, um, you know, she was talking about in Mexico, when you go down there, they don't ask you, oh, what what do you do? Like, that's just a Western thing. Like, we assume that everybody's self-worth and everything they are is tied up in what money they make, what job they have, who they're working for. That's the first thing they ask you, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And in Mexico, when she's down there, nobody asks her that. It's more about like, who are you as a person? What do you enjoy? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the quality of person that you are? Like, oh, what do you do for fun? We're about seeing people as holistic beings instead of just a being to sit here and work. 
So I thought, always thought that was interesting. And I'm trying to apply that to my own life because I, yeah, I don't want to work hard. You know what I mean? When we, when we should be working in order to live, like we're not here to live to work. We're here to work so that we can support our life. And what is the point of working 40 plus hours a week when you have no time to actually actually live? Like I I don't like working nine to five, y'all. It's just never worked for me. Like I work there and, I, and I've been loyal to jobs for like years at a time. But after a while, it's like, I could be doing something else. I think the one job that I actually enjoyed was like serving because I got to interact with people and it's not a nine to five. Like serving is more like an 11 to like four, maybe, depending on what restaurant you work at. And if you have brunch, right? Because brunch, that's a whole other thing. But for me, like at Applebee's and like Lucky Strike and like these kind of evening places, it'd be like 11 to five or like six to 11. And so it wasn't that bad because it's like, okay, well, six to 11 or 12. Um, because like, okay, I'm not working, you know, all these hours, but still like you're working really hard as a server. And sometimes for pennies, like literally people don't know how to tip. People think that, oh, it's a 5%. No, tipping starts at 15%. Okay. 15%. And then you can go above that if the service is excellent. But I always start tipping people at 20% because I know the struggle of being a server. I mean, either way, that, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But either way, those are the only jobs that I was okay with because I had flexibility and I wasn't working every single day of the week. But these other jobs that I need to be there like Monday through Friday from 11 to 7 or from, um, what was it, like 7.30 to 3.30 or something like that or 4.30, um, I hated it. it. I hated it. I hated people telling me when I could take a break, when I could take a lunch break, when I could take off of work. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hated it. And I understand some people have to work those jobs like doctors, lawyers, nurses, supportive staffs. And, and again, that, I was in a hospital, so I totally understand that I couldn't just take off just because. But um, I'm not about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't working for me. And so I really wanted to create something about that just never sat right with me. But I was always told that I was the one that was wrong when really the way that we set up this world, the system is wrong. Like, why are we living to work? Why is it like the sole purpose of every kid's job in school is to figure out by 16 what they want to be for the rest of their life? Why is that the focus? Why is that the focus? Instead of figuring out who they are, who they actually are, right? We never have time to really figure out who we want to be or who we actually are because somebody at 16 is telling us, you need to get a job. You got to work. You got to work. You got to hustle. You got to grind. It's just, it's just like, it's, it's, uh, it just makes me so sad. And I wish I knew this before, but it's okay because now that I know, I can really formulate my life around the life that I actually want to live. So we really have to be careful about like to not have a job that is binding just to jump, even if you want to start a business, don't have a job that was like binding and jump right into something else that's binding again. Like I'm not leaving my nine to five to work for myself, you know, uh, nine to nine, right? Cause that would be pointless. That's pointless. I'm working so that I have enough and then a little bit more so I can give to other people and save. And beyond that, I can give to everybody else. You know what I mean? Or beyond that, that could be fun money. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not trying to work nine to nine on my business. Like that's not, that's not the that's not the ethic that I have. I want to live my life and actually enjoy it. And so many people live, miss their lives because most of their lives is spent behind a desk at a cubicle or doing a job they hate or that they feel like they have to do to be able to survive. You know what I'm saying? And I just want people to be free, you know? And your new business that you create should be something to help free you up to make better choices for yourself, whether it's a side business or your main income. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I really want you to define what success looks like for looks like for yourself. Like think ahead five years from now. What life do you want to live? How does it feel? Where are you? You know what I mean? And then how much money do you need to make to sustain that lifestyle, right? To be healthy, 
um, to be have community, to be in good relationships, relationships with other people, to be generous with other people. Like, what do you need to live that lifestyle? And then go from there. That's how you do your business, not how other people are telling you, oh, make multi six figures and million, you know, seven figures and eight figures. No, like, no, that's extra. You don't need to do all that. You don't need to do all of that. Live a life that is content, that is simple, that is quiet, that is peaceful, that is joyful, that brings that brings excitement and that makes you smile in the morning instead of one that you just like begrudgingly, you know, do. Like why create a business that you hate? I don't understand. And if you feel like and if you hate it, change it. Like I'm all about that. Like if there's something I don't like in my life, I will change it. I will do the work to change it. I will do the work to figure it out to change it because I'm not about to be miserable here for the rest of my days just to go on to glory and be like, okay, finally I can rest. No, no. Like, I, of course, life hands you things that you can't control. Life, you know, is hard. <laughs> life is hard, let's be real. But I don't think that God put us here on earth just to work and die or just to work and suffer and slave and die. He said that he came to give us life more abundantly, an abundant life. And abundance doesn't necessarily mean millions of dollars, y'all. Let's be real. Abundance doesn't have to start with money. It can start with our mindset, our intentions, how we're living our life, right? The culture of our lives. And I feel like that's where we start and that's how we start to build a dream life of our own, okay? So if you got anything from this episode, let me know what you think. Um, leave me a review, I'll read it on the next episode, y'all. I've been in the hotel, so if, my, if I seem a little more laid back, it means it's working, <laughs> it means it's working. And um, yeah, let me know what you think. Send me an email at alicia.renice at gmail.com and I'll get back to you ASAP as soon as I get back from my vacation. And yeah, and also our program is closing this Friday, or I guess today, when this episode goes out, May 28th. At 11.59, if you need more time, just email me. It's no big deal. But once we hit 20 people for the program, that's it. And then for the course, anybody can sign up um, as long as they sign up before the 28th. So yeah, so let me know what you think. Uh, if you have any questions about that, please let me know and I'll be happy to answer that for you. And until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep making. You matter. You matter beyond what you make, how much money you have, what career you're in. You matter, even if you're dead broke, living on the street, okay? You matter. I love you. I see you. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. Next, next episode. I don't know what that was. Next episode. Okay. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.